Okay, good morning. So this is the third week that we're, to the fourth week that we're talking about the halachas of Bishel Akam. And we discussed so far the Sibas Iser, because of Chasnos, we discussed the fact how much of the Bishel, what if the Bishel is split up between a Jew and a guy? We discussed last week when the flame is ignited by a Jew, is that a heter? And what we're going to be discussing this week and Bez Hashem next week is the two big heterim that we have when it comes to Bishel Akim that we don't find with, for example, Pasakim. And these two heterim allow many, many foods to be cooked. And we'll see that there are some of them which are the subject of dispute amongst the place and whether or not they, these heterim apply to them. And Bez Hashem, that's what we're going to be discussing. So we started off today, we saw Gemara. The Gemara tells us a machloikis between Pumpa, Pumpadisa and Sura, where the heter was said. That was clear that there was a heter in Bishalakim. And the Gemara says that the first version was, Kol that anything that's edible raw doesn't have the iser of Bishalakim. And then we had another memra. We had the version of Pompadisa, that was the Surah version. Pompadisa version was that anything that wouldn't be part of a royal banquet, that wouldn't be part of a chash of a meal, so since it doesn't have, it's not a chash of a food, there's no chasnas, and that would be mutter. Now, when you read the Gemara Kapshutai, the Gemara seems to be saying that these are two different shitas, and you can't be makel like both of them. However, we saw Taisus. Taisus says that you could be medayik in the Gemara. When the Gemara went looking for differences between these two shitas, the Gemara only found cases that are going to be usher according to the first shita because it's not edible raw, but mutter according to the second shita because you have something like a small fish, which is not edible raw, but at the same time, it's not something that you would serve at a royal banquet. It's just a you know, or farina oatmeal. No one would serve at a royal banquet oatmeal. So these things, according to the first shita, would be usher. According to the second shita, it would be mutter. And Taisa says, why don't we mention differences, things that have the reverse, things that are edible, that are edible raw, but they're oil al shulchan They would go in a royal banquet. You have a very fancy cooked fruit dish, which is definitely edible raw. The things went into it raw, but this cooked fruit dish would be served at a royal banquet for dessert. So maybe that should have been brought in the Gemara also. And Taisa says, from the fact that Gemara didn't bring this kind of chilek, it must be because the Gemara understands for a double pashat that the second shita agrees to the first shita. The second shita that says that it has to be Eil al Shulchan to be Aser agreed that we don't even start talking about the Iser if it's edible raw. Everyone agrees that edible raw is a heter. The question is when it comes to things that are not edible raw but they're Eil al Shulchan And since it's a dinder abonan, we're makel, we go like the second day, and therefore we have both. Kula's halacha we have both the kula of anything which is edible raw is considered, there's no, it's not considered a maisa bishel from the goy, and memela it is motor. And even if it's not edible raw, it has to be something that we served an elegant meal, an elegant banquet, in order to be considered bishel akum. Now, <clears throat> this week, we're, we're going to do is we're going to focus on the heter of nechel kumay shuchayim. Bez Hashem, next week, we'll talk about the heter of and how it affects things like potato chips and so on, which are probably not served at a royal banquet. And what we want to focus on this week is what's the Haggadah, 
What's considered edible raw? What about things that are sort of edible raw? What about things that are only edible raw in a taruvis? So that's what we're going to focus on this week. Now, before we get to that, just to bring out what's the Sibas Hadav, or why we make it just because it's edible raw. So we saw that there's two Mahalchem and the Rishayim how to understand this heter, the fact that it's edible raw. Rashi held, and this is really the Shittas Harambam and Bishal and Shabbos, that something that's edible raw, when you cook it, that's not considered cooking. It's not a significant mice of Bishal. Bishal means it's taking something which is not edible, making it edible through heat. This food was edible already. You might have changed its flavor. You might have changed its texture. That's not a significant action. I don't consider it Bishal at all. We saw that the Ran said a different saw. The Ran said Avadid is considered Bishal. Definitely, it's a Maisa Bishal. However, since this Maisa Bishal is the type of Maisa Bishal that you don't really need to cook that badly, you had access to eating the food without the chef, so it doesn't create this closeness. The closeness is created when you have a chef that you need him to make the food edible for you, and without him, you couldn't eat it. But if you didn't need him, so it doesn't create the chasness. So we have Rashi's Mahalach to say that it's not considered a cooking action at all. We have the Ran who said that Avadat is considered a Maisa Bishal, but a Maisa Bishal, where it's not really that needed, doesn't create chasnas. Now we saw that within Rashi sheet that we had a little bit of a problem, because the Gemara, the very same Gemara that said that it's not a problem of Bishal Akam, the small salted fish, said that it could be used for an Erev Tavshilin, we had a problem. How could you have something that, when it comes to an Erev Tavshilin, we consider it cooked? When it comes to Bishal Akam, it's not cooked. And we saw that the Rimul O'Neill said, well, it's both Jabonim. So for the Isser of Bishal Akam, they required a full fledged Bishal. It's not a full fledged Bishal. For the Heter of Erev Tavshilin, a little bit of a Bishal is enough, and this is definitely a little bit of a Bishal. So this was the lumdus. I'll call upon him. We have two clear mahalchem. Either it's not considered a significant cooking at all, or when it comes to bishul akam, we have to have the kind of cooking where you're aligned on the cook, and we don't have that type of cooking. Yeah, These are the two svaras of why it's also. Now let's try to get down to figure out exactly what goes into this category of nechel kamayshuchai. So there's really four different questions we're going to have to address. First of all, we want to know, when we talk about nechel kamei shuchai, does it mean that it's delicious to eat raw, or does it mean that it's technically edible, right? There's a lot of foods that we could eat raw, but we vastly prefer if they're cooked. That's question number one. Then we're going to want to know, do we look at this individual item, this exact item? You know, you have an apple that was a little bit too hard and not quite ripe and a little bit tart, so you want to cook it. But most apples are edible raw. So do we look at this individual peri? Do you look at this type of food? Is it nechel kamei shuchai? Then we're going to have to address, and this is a shayla which is very relevant to the shayla of sushi, is, well, sushi is definitely not cooked. It's definitely motor. The shayla that is sushi, can sushi be used? The fact that we eat raw fish, does that now allow us to say that when my, in my fish, fish restaurant, when I want to have a non-Jewish chef, 
I don't have to worry about turning on the flame because all the fish is edible raw. So we're going to have to discuss that, although it's true that people today eat raw fish all over the place as part of a sushi dish, but most people do not enjoy the raw fish when you get a slab of raw fish that you have to be really into it to like. Most people only like it when it's surrounded with rice and other things and you dip it in the sauces. So you need other foods all around it to make it to make it edible. But it is eaten raw. Raw onions is another good example. Most people don't like chewing on a raw onion, but they'll eat it as part of a salad. How do we look at that? If it needs a mixture to be considered edible, is that considered nachal kamay And then we have to know, how do we judge? There's certain things that are cultural, like, you know, in Japan, they like big slabs of raw fish. In America, maybe not so much. Do we go bosser the whole world? Do we go bosser the person who's eating it? Do we go bosser the region? So that's what we're going to have to discuss also. So, in terms of a food that's nechel, but only a food that's edible raw, but it's not particularly delicious to eat, eat it raw. So, the Gemara really has three different halachas, and the Gemara talks about this. There's a Gemara in the Flamet Ches that brings machlekes between Chiski and Rabbi Yechinon about a salted fish, and over here we're not talking about little salted fish, which are, you know, like a herring, which is edible raw. We're talking about a large piece of, you know, I don't know, white fish that's salted, where it's not really so gishmak to eat raw, but technically it's no longer raw that you couldn't eat it. So the Gemara discusses that. And the Gemara says that Chizki holds its motor and Yabiechen holds its aser. Then the Gemara brings about a machlaikis about a raw egg. Raw egg, again, is something that you could eat it technically raw, but it's not very delicious, most people don't want to eat a raw egg. Now, it could be we could don as manazeh, that a lot of dishes are made with raw eggs, parv ice cream and so on is made with whipped raw eggs. Maybe that would change halacha, but at least in the days of the Gemara, it seems that most people do not eat raw eggs, but it's technically edible. And the Gemara has this machlaikis. And then we have another Gemara. The Gemara tells us, for a dover pashit, that dates, which are sort of edible, they're not mamish bitter, but they're not sweet and delicious to eat. That's for the Pasha the Gemara says is also. So we find that even within the Gemara, we have certain items which seems to be a machlaikis, certain items which seems to be the Pasha that it's too much of nechalade ad And what's halachalamaisa? So interestingly, even though we saw that eggs and fish is a machlekes, it's the same amirah and the same machlekes, and we would think that we should either ask for both of them or matter both of them, but when it comes to the fish, so that there's arishayin who are and in Shulchan Aruch it's even brought the tzad l'hakel. When it comes to the raw eggs and the, bitter, the semi-bitter dates, that's a davar pashit by all rishayinim, it's aser, and Shulchan Aruch brings this halacha belishem chayl. So we have an interesting situation where the same Gemara makes machlekes between Chizki and Rabbi Yechanan, and Rabbi Yechanan holds that raw, that the salted, large salted fish and eggs are both aser. Chizki holds its mutter. And despite that, when we discuss the halacha, so the eggs, we assume everyone agrees is aser. The machlekes is when it comes to the salted fish. They're both days are brought down the halacha, even though the ikir halacha is to be machmer, but it is brought down as a yeshayimrim, it's brought down as something we can rely on in a shasat chak, the salted fish. And the question is, what's the chilak? So, we saw two approaches. The Ramban, and other yeshayim say this way also, understood that the reason that salted fish, there's more room to be makel, is because salted fish, 
It's not we took a fish from the ocean and we're eating it. There was some sort of action done to this fish to prepare it for Achila. So the fish, and then someone else came, the guy came along and roasted it. So this fish that already had somewhat of a action done to make it edible, so there, even though it's not very edible, it's not like but because there was some, someone at some point did an action to make this food edible, so that action is enough to say that now when I look at this fish, I don't see this as something that's not edible without cooking, because someone did something to prepare it lachilu. Masha Enkin, the egg, even though it might be at the same point of semi-edible, but the egg, there was no improvement done to the egg at all. This is the way it came naturally. The chicken laid it this way. So the Ramban held that something that it's in its natural form and it's semi-edible, that's pasha, that it's also, it's only semi-edible. That's not called nechlek meishuchai. Something that had some sort of manufacturing process to make it some sort of preparation done to it to make it semi-edible. So now we can be makel to say that the subsequent cooking is not as significant and the male it won't be also. This is the Ramban's mahalach. The Taz, however, the Taz says that the heter for the <clears throat> reason why we ch- we're mechalic between raw fish and raw eggs, he says, because there's levels of how much of a tchak it is that raw fish, apparently this salted fish, was not so difficult to eat. Raw and raw eggs are totally out. Al Kopanim would come out as according to Ramban, anything that's nechal kameshu is going to be also unless it had some sort of process done to it, which many of the foods we would come, halacha lamaisa, did not have a process. And even if you go with the taz, we have to remember anything that's less edible than a raw egg, l'chayr, that's already considered the chak gadol, and that's going to be awesome. So it would seem, ikra adin, and anyways, the shulchan is machmer, the ikra halacha is that you should be machmer even on the fish. So halacha, we try to stay away from foods that are only nechal ideat chak, we try, we Assume halacha that those foods are aser, unless there is what to rely on if there's other tzirufim. For example, some shame rely on that cooking food in a can is not considered standard derech bishel. Different discussion, if maybe we'll have time to get into it, not today, but maybe unusual forms of bishel, there's makam lahakal, put that together with the fact that it's semi edible, that may allow us to be makal. Now, benegea. The shail of a tarufus. So a food that's only eaten al yaday a mixture. So there's a maganavrom, paskins, that ginger. The maganavrom says as follows. Zangvul shebishle akum b'tvash oser. The Bach said it's oser. Mishum b'shule akum. Chayin kosher rashi b'yuma. However, zark the... Maganavrom, avol dasa tur v'ataisus mashma. The shari v'gemar koi... Uh, so here, I'm sorry. The Magan Avram himself brings down that those who want Mechalik, if it's moist or dry, like there's a Chilik Nechus Brachas, the Magan Avram himself says that since the dry one also is Nechal Kamesh Uchayim Lechem, is eaten with bread, now even though no one would want to eat it on its own, but apparently they put it into a sandwich and becomes edible, therefore, and together with salt, and because of that, he says it's going to be moted, he says, if you're not going to say that, so salted fish, also no one eats plain salted fish, 
and vinegar and other things. So this is the Ikel Halach, as we assume that something that's eaten, even though it's only eaten Aidei Taruvis, but now this food becomes something, even when it's subsequently cooked, has the shame of something that's not So it would come out that sushi fish, sushi grade fish, even in America, we don't like to eat the big slabs of sashimi. Still, Wachaira would be considered something that's not Now you have to be careful. Not all fish are roy to be made into, into sushi. Those lower grades of fish, that would be disgusting. But if you have higher grade tuna steak, and technically you can make that into sushi, Wachaira, even though most people wouldn't want to eat the slabs raw, and because if you mix it with the tarubas, it would be edible, Wachaira, that would make this food considered nechel kamei would not have a problem of bishul akum. Now, when we talk about the shayla of, just running out of time here, but when we talk about the shayla of something that's eaten, aideh taruvis, so that's when we want to know if the food itself is only eaten when you put other things which you're allowed to eat you know, you put spices and things together with it. What about a different shayla? What about a shayla when you make a taruvis out of two different types of food? Let's say you make a mixture of, you'll cook up some apples together with turnips, right? So turnips are not, no one eats raw turnips, it's not edible. And apples are definitely edible raw. You made some sort of compote out of apples and turnips. I don't know if anyone would want to eat such a thing, but let's say you made such a food. Is this food mutter or aser? Outside echad, the apples were nechad k'mayi but the turnips were not. So how do we judge this food? So the halacha is that we go baser the raiv. If raiv of the food, and we go baser in hilchas brachas, if the ikra over here is the apple, and the apple is the main, now turnips, I guess, are adama, if you make an eights on this because the ikra is the apple, so then it's considered an apple dish. If it's an apple dish, it's nechad k'mayi and therefore there's no problem with bishal akim. Masha Enke, if the ikr is the turnips, then it would be Aser. Now, this halacha has tremendous ramifications. Halacha Lamais, when we get to coffee, when we get to tea, when we get to whiskey, beer, all of these things are cooked, and all these things we assume there's no problem of bishalak. Right? Whiskey, they have to take the malted grains and all the other ingredients, and they cook it up in a still, and then they first they cook it, and then they distill it. Now, why isn't there a problem with bishalakim? It's cooked. It's definitely oil al shulchem alachim, a nice, expensive whiskey. Coffee is definitely oil al shulchem alachim, and you go, and we definitely are saying that we don't need bishal Yisrael for coffee. So, what's the Havana? Why are we make So, the Teretz is because in Hilchas Brachas, we don't make a mezainus on whiskey because we consider that the water is the ikr. We don't make a ha'etz on coffee because we consider that the water is the ikr. We don't make a dama on the Tea, we consider the water to be the ikr. So since we look at this as primarily a flavored water drink, even though obviously the flavor and alcohol content and everything that makes it important is coming from something which is not edible raw, you can't eat raw coffee beans or the raw barley, the chedayma, afal pikein, since what we consider the ikr to be is the water, and water is definitely this is the Makam Lahakal, it's based on a tesis that says it's about beer. The beer is considered because the water is and if beer, we're Beer definitely is, is a very, very significant content from the grain. The, all the carbohydrates and sugars and everything is from the grain. Afal Pikein, Taisa says that it's considered Nechle Kamei because of the water. So Kol Shekei, when you come to something like coffee, where you have much less, you just have a flavoring, definitely it's considered Nechle Kamei because of the water, and that's the heter for coffee, beer, whiskey, and tea. Shkech.